Hi, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus. Pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side-splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. Amen. Recently, I've been faced with um, a lot of testing. And so, but have you ever had a weed like that just, man, it just came up in the yard and you try to get a hold of it? And the first time you go after it, you just kind of snap it really fast, kind of snap it, right? And, and what happens? Two days later, weed comes right back up. So now you got a plan. You're going to go in deep and you're going to go right to the edge of that uh, weed and you're going to try to pull the whole thing out with its roots. That's right, because we want the whole thing out. And the problem with weeds is this, is by the time you get one out, two more pop up. And then if we're not careful, what happens is you're going after all of these weeds, but then it just gets out of control. Has it ever felt like it's been out of control? And so we go out and we buy that Roundup, right? And then, you know what I was told? Don't spray it at the top. Get it down at the bottom because you really want to destroy it, right? And if we're not careful and we don't go after it and attack it with the right chemical and the right thing, what happens is those weeds overgrow our gardens and our lives. It's just like when we face trials in our life. It can seem challenging, but if you don't attack the trial with the proper chemical, the proper power, that trial will take over your life. And sometimes it seems like you just took out one problem and two more problems pop up. But I want to tell you today that we are equipped because we have something that God has given us, and that's the sword of the spirits. But you know what? The thing about swords is historically they are used to defeat the enemy. How many of you know that we are on the front line for Christ? If I'm on the front line and the enemy's coming, I better be prepared, right? You know, I watched a movie the other day. Pastor Carlos loves to watch these war movies, and I can't take it. I can only take a couple minutes, and I walk out, and he's like, no, 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 just stay here. It's getting really good. But that just means it's going to get gory, and, like, a bunch of people are going to die, and there's blood and guts. So right then, I'm like, no, 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 I'll go get popcorn, or I'll go get something from the kitchen. And recently, we were watching this movie, and my son had to do a report. It was called The Red Badge of Courage, and he had to read the book. So ideally, like any good mom today, we say, Watch the movie so you can remember the book, right? So I'm watching the movie, and all of a sudden, it looks like they advance. And then what happens? Instead of, like, going back home, which I, that's what I would do after I won, they advance further, but now they're playing drums and singing songs. I'm not marching with a drum into battle. I'm not going to be that girl. If I go back into battle, I'm going to be equipped. And so the sword allowed fighters not only to swing at the enemy, but when they came up with something that was different, a two-edged sword, you not only were able to swing at the enemy, but now you could thrust forward. And as Christians, sometimes we're walking around defeated because we don't think we're equipped to handle what the enemy throws our way. And sometimes we're looking at our problems and we're walking around like so scared and we take molehills and we turn them into mountains and some of us quit before the battle even gets going. Look at a situation and you go, you know what? There's no way I can handle that. Man, I'm out. Man, there's unrest at my home. I'm out. Man, my kid is doing this. I'm out. It's too much for me to handle. 
And you're forgetting that you're walking around with a killer weapon. As Christians, God has given us a weapon that will destroy our enemy. Let me just tell you, if I get in a fight and it's life or death, I'm talking about war. I'm not advocating all this kind of uh, violence. But if I'm at war, honey, and it's me or you, I'm going home alive. Amen? I'm not walking into war going, well, man, I just hope it works out. You know, it'd be great if I lived through this. No, if I am dealing with a battle, I know that I am equipped with something that's going to tear you up. And I'm going to win that fight. And it's the same thing when it comes to our personal battle. I'm going to tell you that this morning, I woke up and I said, today is going to be a good day. And so I woke up this morning, I met our staff, we went to Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, how much better can that be? I was like, I'm not going to eat a donut, I'm going to have a bagel, praise the Lord, I'll take half of that. So making good decisions, right? Everything's looking good. And I began to share with our staff. And I said, when you're facing situation, what's your method? How do you cope when you feel like you are slipping? How do you cope? What do you do? What's your go-to? What's your flow? What is it that you do when you feel like things are not happening or you're kind of slipping away from the Lord? What is your method to put you back on track? And everything is going great. And then I begin to share with them how all of us have to grow and learn those good habits of seeking God first, even when major trials come. Well, then I told them my son, who's a gamer, he's a Fortnite. Just one day I wish he'd bring home a check for that Fortnite. You know, kids are getting paid millions and millions of dollars. But anyways, we take his computer, we go to Best Buy, and I'm like, I'm going to go online. I'm going to set the appointment so when I get there, I'll be prepared and I can walk in. We take his computer, we walk in. All of a sudden, there it is. I'm at the Geek Squad. It says, Rosalinda, 6 o'clock. I'm two minutes early. I just hang out for a second, and I walk right up to the counter. I'm like, man, it feels good to be on time. I'm prepared. And all of a sudden, the craziest country old lady sitting behind me about tore my head off. And she's sitting in the chair, and she was like, oh, girl, you ain't going to jump up in front of me. And you know, I was like, oh, Jesus, you better stay right here. Stay with me because I'm about to lose you. And she was just talking, talking, talking behind me. And then I turned to Victor and I was like, is she talking to me? He was like, she's talking to you, mom. You know, what you going to do? Because we're teaching our kids how to make right decisions. So I just let the first thing, you know, just kind of pass me by. But then she was like, yeah, yeah, I'm talking to you standing up in front of me. I've been sitting here. I was like, it's going down at the Geek Squad. Right now it's going down. So I turned to her and I said, ma'am, I'm sorry. You know, I went online and I made my appointment. I don't know why they haven't called you. And um, I said, maybe you could take it up with the lady. Now, how many of you think that's a good way to handle it? You know, be nice and polite. She won't have it. Grandma was about to rip my head off. And she was like, let me just tell you something, little lady. I made an appointment too. And you're going to sit your butt down and I'm going to get up. I said, oh, Jesus, God, God, resurrected Christ. I need you right now. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do I do I sit down? Do I like fall to that? Because this grandma is not taking me out. This ain't going down. So every thought went through my mind, good and bad, all of them together at one single moment. And so I just decided, okay, I'm not going to react, right? Because that's probably the better thing to do. And she went one more time. But this time she stood up behind me. It was like the presence of the enemy was that geek squad standing right behind me. 
where's my sword? Where's my sword? And so I just had to like hold it together. And I turned around to her and I said, ma'am, I am so sorry. I don't know why you're having a tough day today. What can I do? You know, how can we help this? I just want to let you know that is there anything I can pray with? You know, anything I can do, just let me know. And right there, the whole thing just subsided. And so right then, I had a test. And so I'm sharing with the staff, when you have a test, you have a choice. Here I am, and I'm sharing with the staff all the great decisions, like a good little leader would. And we pray, and all of a sudden, this morning, my phone rang right there in the staff meeting. And I get a call from my kid's school. And, um, you know, the devil tried to come back into Dunkin' Donuts. But he shows up at that moment, and now, now it's not me you're messing with me. Now you're messing with my child. And so I was like, okay, we're going to handle this. Let me see. I know exactly what to do. You know, I'm the president, I don't know if you know this, of the Chesterfield Police Athletic League. So all my friends are cops. I'm going to call one right now. So I text my police friend, and I was like, 911, this is an emergency. He sent me a text back, I'm sorry, I'm in a meeting. And so then I was like, okay, fine. If that doesn't work, I'm going to just step it down because that's what we do, right? We step it down. We go a little lower, right? So my mind went a little lower, a little further away from Christ, and I was like, I'm going to go gangster on him because they don't know my family. I'm friends with cops because three of my cousins were on the most wanted list. I mean, we're just going to take it there. So I decided to think, who could I call in this moment? And I decided to call one of the most notorious gangsters from New York, who was the warlord of one of Brooklyn's largest gangs. And I called my daddy. Come on, somebody. (laughs) And the reason why I called my daddy was not only because I knew he'd come in there strong, but because I needed accountability, right? And so I called my daddy. But do you know when they mess with your kids, you understand they're crossing a line, right? Like my mind is like, okay, this is a whole nother Marvel movie, and I'm about to go Wakanda on them. Don't they know I have Nigerian friends in my church? I mean, we're going to tear these people up. And so anyways, by the time I got there, I decided to reach to my mental and emotional sword, and I started quoting scripture. And I started saying, God, if you are for me, then nobody can be against me. Amen? And I started pulling on the word of God. And I started quoting things like, God is our refuge and our strength. He is an ever-present help in time of trouble. And that sword started lifting up in my spirit. I was feeling more settled. Proverbs 18.10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run in and we're safe. Guys, we have a place to go to when the enemy is attacking. I started saying, so don't fear for I'm with you. Don't be dismayed. For I'm your God, and I will strengthen you. My God will help me in this time of trouble. I'll uphold you with my righteous hand. Then Exodus says, the Lord is my strength and my song. If you ever wondered what your song is, amen, he's your song, and he has given me victory. Those who seek the Lord will lack no good thing, amen? That means it's just going to work out in our favor, right? Psalms 32, 7 and 8 says, you are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble. And surround me with songs of deliverance. Amen. You know what God was saying? See, when we pull up the sword of the spirit, that's the word. See, that's our weapon. When we're going against trials, you better come in to win. Amen. And so that means that you got to know the word of God. And so all the way to pick up my dad, I was just quoting the word of God. And little by little, my anxiousness, my anxiety, my anger started 
simmering on down. Amen? Because now I've learned to pull out a weapon that's going to help me not only defeat the enemy, but it's going to bring calmness in my life. Amen? You know, this was my go-to weapon, the sword. The Word of God says in Hebrews 4.12, for the Word of God is alive and active. The Word of God, that's your sword and weapon, is alive. It is alive. Amen? He's not on the cross. He's not buried. He's not defeated. It's alive. And we can count on that. And it says it's sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing the soul and the spirit. Joints and marrow. Do you understand when the sword hits you, it goes deep? Amen? And it judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. You see, I love what I read recently because sometimes people get confused and they say, you know, if you have problems in your life, it's because you're not right with the Lord. Don't we love, boy, we have this whole Christianese way of talking to people. We say, man, if you're struggling, it must be because you have sin in your life. Well, let me tell you what I read. Just as the tallest trees in the forest is most likely to be struck by lightning, so a righteous person standing tall in their faith may be the most likely candidate to draw fire. Are you drawing fire in your life? Are you drawing fire? Are you under attack? If you're under attack, I want to tell you there's no coincidence. If you are drawing fire, I believe that every trial you'll go through is going to make you greater. Amen? Every trial you go to is an opportunity for you to learn, for you to walk in the Spirit and grow and do things differently. Amen? You see, after the resurrection of Jesus, you know what happened? See, these people walked with Jesus. They talked with Jesus. They saw Jesus on a cross. And then they see him resurrected, and now Jesus isn't physically with them on earth. And little by little, their faith begins to dwindle. And now they're doubting. Now people are coming against the disciples. Now they are upset. People are are just coming against their faith, and all of a sudden they're weak, and something happens. Peter was appointed to write this letter. He knows that they're discouraged, they've been tired, and their faith is running low. And he says this, these trials, they come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, a greater worth than gold. I don't want to read that too fast. You see, if we can prove your faith, it's worth more than gold. I'm going to say that one more time. If we can prove your faith in God, it's worth more than gold. And it says, uh, proven genuineness of your faith is greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire. Do you guys know that eventually gold just disintegrates and goes away? And it says, but if your faith is proven, it may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Do you know that if you'll do the right thing through your trial, you'll bring glory and honor to Jesus? Do you know that if you'll just hold your tongue and not snap back on grandma, you're going to bring glory to Jesus? Do you know that if somebody in your job gives you a hard time, instead of clapping back at him, but you just praise him, do you know that you're going to bring glory and honor to Jesus? But you know what? If we will slow it down and we will praise God through our trial, we're going to bring glory and honor to him. Amen? You know, Peter tells him this, look, trials have come. But if we keep our faith, it will prove that we have genuine belief and that the cross is real. You know, today, 
being a Christian, you are persecuted. And Peter goes, look, look, just hang in there because if you can just prove it, we'll prove the cross is real. And that's powerful. You see, our faith isn't tested because God doesn't know how much or what kind of faith you have. It's tested because we're often ignorant of how much or what kind of faith we have. You see, God's purpose in testing is to display the enduring quality of our faith. If you're being tested, it's because he wants to make sure you got it. Amen? If you're being tested and you glorify God, it's to strengthen you where you need to be strengthened. You know, I played sports in life, and I had coaches that were very frank and very upfront. And I tell my husband, I praise God all the time that I had a coach that told me the truth. You know, that didn't just pat me on the back and give every single kid a trophy. But you know what? It was a tough coach. And when I fell short, they made me go run a lap again. And when I didn't make a certain level, they told me the truth. You need to do this and you need to do that if you want to perfect your game. But I needed a coach in my life to tell me the truth. And I'm telling you that if some of you want to be set free out of the petty pitfalls that are snaring you, you need a coach to speak into your life, amen? But you got to receive the word. You've got to say, you know what? Teach me. Show me. Keep me accountable. If I'm doing things that aren't pleasing God and my actions are not glorifying God, tell me. Do you allow somebody to speak into your life? Do you come every week to church and do you listen to what's great and walk out? But when if somebody holds you accountable, you get an attitude. I'm just going to tell you, if you never grow, you're going to stay right where you are, frustrated by simple trials that keep on coming your way. But in Christ, how many of you know that we can be an overcomer? Amen? Invite Rosalinda to speak at your meeting or group. Go to rosalinda.live for more details. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get more at rosalinda.live. If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. This podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center.